Welcome to the Wrap Yourself in Joy podcast. I'm Karen Dwyer, speaker, teacher, and author of four books on joy. If you are searching for more joy in your life, join me for about 15 minutes every week. It could change your life. We will explore how to find true joy, how to awaken joy, how to defeat joy busters, and how to create a joy-filled prayer life. This joy series of podcasts is based on my new book, Wrap Yourself in Joy, with an imprimatur and has a built-in study guide. Why not invite a friend or small group to join you in listening? Then meet every week to go through a chapter. Together, you will grow in joy. The podcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Additional links to my books and free bookmarks are available at wrapyourselfinjoy.com. Hello. Welcome to Wrap Yourself in Joy. I'm Karen Dwyer, and this is podcast number six in our series, Today, we are defeating joy busters in our lives. In our last podcast, we found that praising and glorifying God completes our joy. In praising Him, we surrender everything to Him, and we proclaim that He is God and we are not. If you're following along in my book, Wrap Yourself in Joy, we are again at Chapter 5, Defeating Joy Busters. I bet you don't even need a definition for what I call a joy buster. You know what breaks up or suddenly eliminates your joy. You're going about your day full of joy and love when suddenly it happens. An experience, a person, a negative thought, an insult, an unloving response from a friend or foe, bad news about a condition or a child or a friend or a relative, and your joy goes out the window, right? Yeah, we all have them. They're all challenges to daily living. In fact, I think we need to see joy challengers as a fact of living even a beautiful life. We just have to have a plan of what to do with these joy busters and our responses to them that can further lead us into the pits of bloom and sadness. So today, we're going to find help for our joy busters, or at least a place to start to live daily in joy, even when the joy busters come, and they will. What's a joy buster? Well, let's start with a formal definition of a buster. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines a buster as a person or thing breaks up, overpowers, or eliminates something. So, a joy buster breaks up, overpowers, blocks, challenges, or steals our joy. To keep our joy, we have to be strong, and we have to intentionally decide to let go of all negativity and bitterness and angry outbursts and envy that can prevent us from experiencing God's consolation of joy. Paul Francis warns, So many times we cling to what's negative, we hold on to the wound of sin inside us, and many times the preference is to stay there alone. We stew on feelings in that broth of bitterness. Instead, Jesus always tells people to get up, have no fear, because God is there to offer salvation and consolation and joy. To keep joy, We must choose not to cling to the negativities, to unforgiveness, to jealousies, to grudges, to the angry scripts in our minds that go over and over against those that have wounded us in the past. So, what joy busters take away your joy from time to time? I'm going to name a few, and you can check them off in your mind as I name them. Which ones would you say? Yes, that's a joy buster. Anger. Worry. Bitterness, comparison to others, busyness, discontentment, discouragement, distractions, fear, feeling put upon, grief, hurt feelings, 
jealousy, marriage or family quarrels or conflicts, complainers, complaining, regrets, shame, unforgiveness, sleeplessness or weariness. It covers several broad categories and each of you can probably name more or other joy busters. I want to remind you what Jesus says in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. He says, come to me, all of you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I suggest we should start with a flash prayer. You can say something like this. Jesus, I give you my burdens and weariness and heaviness and all the joy busters. I want to experience your rest, your peace, your joy. Don't you just love those flash prayers? Always remember, you can pray at any time and often, even as quick as a flash. Sometimes we wish we could handle our joy busters logically and never let them upset us. However, we're human, and at times our emotions seem to take over, and our responses leave us with even more negative feelings, challenging relationships, and more joy busters. So what responses do you usually have to your joy busters? Mentally again, check off how you respond to fight back or fight off your joy busters. Angry outbursts, complacency. Avoidance, complaints, partying or drinking to excess, overindulgence, criticism, striving after things, gossip, envy, negative thoughts, profane talk, promiscuity, quarrels, sleeplessness, unforgiveness, bitterness, fretting, or others. I'm sure you had some on that list, too, because sometimes our responses to the joy busters takes us deeper into grief and sadness. St. Paul tells us in Galatians 5 that the only way to conquer the negative joy-busting responses, which he calls works of the flesh, is to live by the Holy Spirit. And of course, you know, Jesus told us in John 16, 7, that it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, the Helper, will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And so now, since Jesus did die, and he was resurrected, and he is alive, and he is sitting at the right hand of the Father, and he did send the Holy Spirit, we have the Holy Spirit. In fact, he takes up residence in every baptized believer. But we have to choose to call on Him. So Galatians 5 also warns us, besides that we should live by the Spirit, Paul writes, Do not gratify the desires of the flesh, for the works of the flesh are obvious. And he lists impurity, strife, jealousy, anger, quarrels, envy, immorality, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. But Paul warns us against such things because he says they take us away from the kingdom of God. By contrast, he says, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. If we live by the Spirit, we'll be guided by the Spirit. So, 
We have to be guided by the Spirit. We have to call upon the Holy Spirit to send His help. So, what can we do when bitterness, anger, abusive language, envy, fear, worry, and all the other joy busters come into our lives and we are ready to respond to them with more joy busting? Father Timothy Gallagher, in the Discernment of Spirits, an Ignatian Guide for Everyday Living, points out that each person needs an action plan in order to reject troubles of the heart. We will all experience times of spiritual consolation, which he says is where we feel connected with God and we sense his joy and peace, as well as spiritual desolation, when we allow the enemy to oppress us with troubles of the heart, which take away our joy. Father Gallagher recommends three steps to defeating what we call joy busters or defeating spiritual desolations. He said we need to be aware, notice what is happening in our inner spiritual experiences. That's the stirrings of our hearts and thoughts. We need to understand, reflect on the stirrings of our heart and recognize what's of God and what's not, the joy busters. And then he said, we have to take action, accept and live according to what is of God. That means we reject and remove from our life what we recognize is not from God, and we call upon the Holy Spirit to reverse our direction. All right, we're going to go over those again. So there they are. Be aware, understand, take action. Okay, we're applying this to joy busters. So the first one is be aware. Notice that you've lost your joy. I mean, sometimes I might go a while before I really notice I lost my joy, but not too long. What about you? You will notice at some time you've lost your joy. And when you've lost your joy, that's God calling you back to joy. So the first step Father Gallagher recommends is be aware. The second step is understand. So how are you responding? What is the joy buster? What are the stirrings in your heart? Has something been bothering you for days? Has it triggered other joy busters such as negative self-talk, procrastination, sleeplessness, unforgiveness, overindulgence in any area? If you don't know, What's causing your loss of joy? Ask Jesus to show you the cause for your loss of joy. Remember, he is always with you, and he wants you to be aware not only of your loss of joy so you can come back to him and surrender to him, but what it is that's causing it and how are you responding it that's giving you more joy busting. Number three, take action. Accept and live according to what is of God. That means You take action as soon as you know your joy is busted. So here they are again. Be aware. Notice when you've lost your joy. Understand. Identify what your joy buster is and how you've been responding to it to give you more joy busting. And number three, take an action. And I'm going to give you easy, easy actions to take. And they are summarized in the acronym TIP. TIP stands for Thanksgiving imagery, and persistence. Number one, offer thanks. Immediately turn to Jesus with thanksgiving. Recall something for which you are grateful and thank him. 
you can choose something related or remotely related to your joy buster. For example, if you had a challenge at work that busted your joy, immediately recall some blessing related to your job, an encouraging relationship, a skill, or other gift God has given you. Choose one that brings you joy or pleasure. Smile with joy and thank Jesus for it. Two, imagine. Now you're going to use holy imagination where you are picturing something that is true. Picture Jesus with his arms outstretched and you give him your joy buster. Speak to Jesus heart to heart. Tell him that you surrender the problem, the challenge, the relationship, the insult, the conflict to him. He knows your heart. So come to him heart to heart and put this joy buster in his sacred heart and leave it there. Picture his arms taking the joy buster. Tell him you will not take it back. Jesus died for your sins and infirmities, so he paid the price for any physical or mental weakness, and he wants to give you his peace instead. Number three, persist. Persist in remembering the thanksgiving, that peaceful, happy, loving emotion where you were smiling when you offered the thanksgiving and the tea. Persist in staying in the joy of that moment to reset your brain neurons. So stay there with the smile of the Thanksgiving, enjoying the blessing for one minute, because you want to recuperate fast and move on to joyful living. So there you have it. Remember the tip. Offer Thanksgiving using holy imagination. Picture Jesus' arms outstretched, and you're giving him your joy buster. And three, persist in holding on to the joy of thanksgiving and praise God. Finally, I suggest you consider finding a prayer partner that you can pray for joy for them and they can pray for joy for you every day. It is such a beautiful experience. I'm in a prayer group and we have one person and we are committed to praying for joy in each other's lives and for responses of joy. And you can't believe how helpful it is and how much you feel the graces and blessings from the Lord. Now, if you continue to have a loss of joy and peace, reach out to others who can help. Talk to a priest or minister or Christian counselor. Don't try to go it alone. You know, we're designed for fellowship with each other. So it's important to have a prayer partner or prayer community or prayer group within your church and to find help when you need it. Now, we can't stop challenges to our joy from coming every day, but we can work on stopping our responses that lead us in a spiraling downward to sadness and despair and more loss of joy. So now we've come to the end of our podcast for today. I want you to know I'm so happy you've joined our search for joy. This is our sixth podcast in the series and goes with chapter five in the book, Wrap Yourself in Joy. I'm praying for you this week. I'm praying that you will have more joy than you've ever known. I'm praying that you'll be able to bring your joy busters and all negative emotions to Jesus. And I'm praying that you will take action. You will pray. You will give the Lord your negative responses and you will leave them there and that the Lord would help you find a prayer partner to walk with you. I hope you'll join us next week when we will continue with part two of Defeating Joy Busters. Until then, this is Karen Dwyer encouraging you 
to wrap yourself in joy. Thanks for joining me today. Please visit me on my website, wrapyourselfinjoy.com, where you can learn more about my books, download free bookmarks, and connect with me. Please follow me on your favorite podcast app and invite a friend to join you too. You can download the show notes from today at wrapyourselfinjoypodcast.com. Until next week, this is your friend, Karen Dwyer, reminding you to wrap yourself in joy. Mm-hmm.